0: Why doesn't anybody want to be with me? Touch me, touch me, get the fuck away from me. (laughs) Give me attention, leave me alone. How could I possibly expect to have a fulfilling dating life with that? Hello, hello. Welcome to Pretty and Kink. Before I get started, I would like to formally apologize to any regular listeners out there for missing last week's episode. It is the first time I did that and I can't help but acknowledge that I did a whole episode about ghosting and then I ghosted your ass. So I am so sorry, but that is what brought me to this recording. I've had it in the back of my head for a while of doing an episode sort of surrounding how I date, (laughs) which is not very well, and forming that into an episode of essentially like don't do, (laughs) what I do. And that's just learning that we have to open up more in life. And so here I am giving dating advice coming from somebody that is very bad at dating. <laughs> it's like the parents do what I say, not as I do, but I missed last week's episode. And part of the reason was I waited till the last minute. I had a big date coming up and I didn't have time. And the date itself was throwing me completely for a loop because I have a dating style and it's stupid. It's really when I sit down and I get ready to like list it out, it sounds ridiculous and like I'm a really shitty person, honestly. And what it truly is, is a dating style set up for self-preservation. So I don't get hurt. But to not get hurt, means you don't open up, you don't become vulnerable. And so really, what is the point? The last year of my my dating life has been beginning to shift and I have been attempting to be much more intentional with how I date. And so I've done a lot of reflection, which isn't always my favorite thing because it turns out there's a lot of stuff in that mirror <laughs> that I'm not super proud of, but I've, I've really learned that, you know, sometimes we just have to suck it up and kick our ego to the curb and admit that we're not doing things right. And essentially I realized if I am not happy with where I am, if I don't like what is going on in my life, whether that is dating or anything else, I need to also have the balls to sit down and I think a Take accountability for my part in putting me in that position of being somewhere I don't want to be and recognizing if I want something different, I need to do something different, right? Like you have to do different to get different. It's that simple. And when I would reflect back on my dating and how I date, How could I sit here and complain about my dating life when I had set up all of these perimeters and all of these walls in order to keep people away? And yet I was like, why doesn't anybody want to be with me? You know, it was like, touch me, touch me, get the fuck away from me. (laughs) Give me attention. Leave me alone. How could I possibly expect to have a fulfilling dating life with that? And I will say, I'm not saying that the way I was dating before as a whole was wrong, because what I was doing when I was dating less intentionally is I was just having fun. And there is nothing wrong with that. If you if you are not looking for anything, seriously, get out there, fuck around, have a blast, kiss a thousand people, fuck a thousand people. I don't care go have fun. That is okay. And that's what I did is I went and had fun. I got out of a very very toxic relationship that ended in a very traumatic and ugh, just ick way. And so I just needed to explore freedom. I just wanted to be free sexually and explore and have fun and I did. And it was amazing. But I also was very, very aware that I was not ready for a relationship and I did not want to get attached to anybody accidentally. So I would set up these methods that were honestly quite unconscious thing. It's not like I sat down with my notebook and was like, okay, let me list the ways that I can do this to keep people at a distance, but I'm going to list them for you right now. (laughs) Why did my dating life fail? Because I was a dick, basically, I worked very hard to keep people away. So I tend to date younger, I'm a little bit of a cougar. But I also for me personally, have kind of this age range where once you get past it, I don't feel comfortable that I could have a long term relationship that would sustain with that age gap. So what I would do is, Date past that age. So I already knew it doesn't even matter if I get attached. They're an age that I wouldn't be comfortable having a long term relationship with. So I've already put the no button out there. I've already set that up. And from there, I literally would just be so cold and aloof. Like I am fascinated. (laughs) The people actually met me for a first date, and I am fascinated that they'd come back for more (laughs) because I, I, it was bad. I was terrified of being vulnerable. And so I would be unenthusiastic and I wouldn't give much personally about myself, and I wouldn't show excitement for the dates or. I would withhold attention, which is really fucking shitty. Like, so shitty. Um, I didn't know how to show affection. It's actually something I am still working on. So I would withhold affection. I didn't know how to show things properly, so I just didn't do it. And I learned that by doing this, it set this weird like time limit on everything. Like nobody's going to tolerate that for a long amount of time. So if I didn't get bored first, he would get bored first. Perfect. There's no attachment, no attachment equals no hurt. It's that simple in my mind. That is how I formed that. Like I wouldn't even, (laughs) this is so rude. I would never send a first text. So once you start texting with a person, you know, you go back and forth for a couple days. You go on your date. The back and forth, I would never initiate. I'd go on the date. When I got home, I would usually text and say, "You know, thank you. I had a good time." And that would be the last time I would text unless they texted first. So even if I liked somebody, I had this ridiculous fucking rule. didn't I would not do it. I refused. I wouldn't do it. And so if they chose to like wait me out, we both just kind of be sitting there waiting in silence and the ghosts come out ridiculous. So clearly it wasn't working. Well, (laughs) I mean, it was working for what I needed it to be then, but I started realizing I wanted more and I was starting to crave more than just sexual attention. I wanted... Emotional, which is really fucking scary for me to even say out loud, but I was realizing I was really starting to crave having a partner as opposed to just a sexual partner. I made attempts to be more warm and snuggly. It didn't work. Um, I accidentally <laughs> tripped and fell in love for a minute, and. A lot of things went wrong in that relationship, but I can take on my end the accountability that I left him in the cold a lot. I was madly in love with this man. I am talking like I'd never felt a love like that before. Madly head over heels in love, but I wouldn't tell him and I didn't know how to show him and I was trying so fucking hard, but damn it, I... (laughs) I was really good at building those walls. Like I had a technique and oof, the cement I used, the blocks were super sturdy. Like even I had a hard time getting around the walls. So when I was confronted with feelings, oh, part of me is ducking back behind the wall. Part of me has got a sledgehammer trying my hardest to knock it down and sending all these weird mixed emotions that created a lot of just really bad communication between the two of us and it just ended up in the long run it didn't work but this was a long long situationship I'm talking close to two years where I struggled with figuring out how to show how I was feeling and through the heartbreak of losing that I really started reflecting more and I realized That needed to end, but it could have ended differently. It could have been handled differently. We could have walked away with so much more love in our hearts, and we could have walked away with him knowing the depth of my love, and I didn't know how to do it, and I didn't feel good about that. So I started reflecting. What am I doing different now? Basically, I'm making myself uncomfortable, and I don't like it at all. I will tell you, <laughs> I don't like it. I will be late to a date. I will just sit in my car for a minute. Cause I am like, I-, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I am scared to do this. And then I just have to smack myself and say, get the fuck out of the car. <laughs> and I do. And I force myself to be more open. And one of the biggest things I have shifted with is I no longer have sex on the first date. With that being said, I have zero judgment for anybody that does that because I love doing that. But I realized I was hiding behind my sexuality a lot. And so I wanted to shift that. And I also wanted to make sure I was not allowing people to objectify me because when I would let them do that, that helped create this, this emotionless kind of wall as well. When I became an object And so I would allow it. So by kind of telling myself like, no, no, you're not going to have sex on this first date. It allowed me to remove that weight and just focus on the person and enjoy them. And I just started to be much more intentional with my choices. Um, I go on way less dates (laughs) because I am being more intentional I make sure I only date in the age range that I am comfortable in. So that way there, I can fully allow myself to fall in love if I want to, if I do, if it goes far, Jesus, if I get married at some point, I allow myself all of those options by not immediately setting myself up for failure. Basically the biggest thing I am doing with the way I'm shifting my dating is I am allowing myself the opportunity to get hurt. And that sounds kind of ridiculous to not say, I'm allowing myself to be vulnerable. I am allowing myself the opportunity to let people in. I'm doing those things. But truly at the core, I am allowing myself that opportunity. I am almost welcoming it. If I get hurt, I get hurt. And I will put a welcome back down for it. Because if I get hurt, it shows me that I did what I needed to do, which is be willing to be open to step past that fear and know what could be at the end of it and still walk towards it, knowing there could be heartbreak. Nobody wants heartbreak. That fucking sucks. And so I had to make the decision to say, okay, Tara, is is this working for you right now? By not being vulnerable, what is that getting me? What is that getting me? So, okay, I don't go out and put myself in positions because I don't want to become hurt. So instead, I create this lonely atmosphere that just hurts in another way. That's ridiculous. And I've also realized that I have attributed being vulnerable to embarrassment and i have realized reflecting on my dating life that embarrassment comes from all of the times somebody hurt me and i was left in the in the mess of that sitting there feeling embarrassed that these were people that maybe like i stuck up for to friends to family and saying no 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 you just don't see the version of him that i see no 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 he is really a good guy i promise you like no he makes me happy And then they do these terrible things to you and you're left sitting there feeling so foolish. And I would sit and think, these people must think I'm a fucking clown. They must think I am so stupid that I allowed these things to happen. I am so embarrassed that I went all in on this person for them to take a giant shit on me, basically. I was mortified. And so I have started attributing simply being vulnerable with that kind of embarrassment and so by being cold and hanging out behind my walls I become indifferent I might enjoy you I might like you I might really like you but I'm still indifferent and so if I'm indifferent and you hurt me I don't give a fuck I don't care I didn't care that much about you. I allowed myself to build enough walls to keep you far enough away that if you do something that is going to hurt me, if it hurts, it's going to be like a quick bee sting and I'm done. It's not going to be crying in bed for days because I'm just so terribly sad. I will be pretty much like, okay, this doesn't matter because I trained myself to be so indifferent. So i've learned i need to learn to look like a clown (laughs) i still need to recognize that i'm not going to be vulnerable with the wrong people which is why i'm much more intentional with who i choose to spend my time with because now i'm not just looking at physical and you know do they look like they'd be a fun partner do they look like they would mesh well with my style and with my sexuality are they hot as fuck Those things I'm learning to set aside and really look at them and they still have to be attractive. Not going to (laughs) lie, but now I'm really looking and going, okay, they look like I could have fun with one date. Do they look like somebody that would be fun on a fifth date or a 10th date? I don't know. Let's go find out. And that's what I do. And I sit at a date and I really try and process how I'm feeling during the date and how I'm responding to the person. And if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to work hard to bring it forward because at this point, I want things that I can bring forward in some way. So now I just date with more intention. And what that means is... I pay closer attention to the person that I'm choosing to spend time with. I am way pickier with who I will give my time to. I will really study their profile and really try and get a feel for them past just like, "Oh, are they hot? Do they look like they'd be fun in bed for a night? That's all great, and I need that, but I also need to know, if if I really like this person and I end up with them and six months down the road, are they the kind of person that's going to comfort me when I'm crying? Are they the person that is going to dream with me on how to take over the world? That's what I'm now looking for. Going in knowing it might not work out. It It might not. But at least now I know I tried as opposed to sitting home and going, fuck this. I don't want to get hurt. So I'm just not going to get out there and living in a different kind of hurt. So yeah, I am just now at a point where I understand I need to do different if I want to get different. And so with this date that I went on, everything is off. (laughs) I am just allowing myself to barrel straight towards hurt and just being like, that's okay, but at least I'm having fun now. And I know My intentions, and that's all that matters. And so I've broken all of my rules. It is so uncomfortable. I am going on a fourth date with him in two days. We just met like two and a half weeks ago. Who am I? A fourth date? That is absurd in my little life. I don't do that. God forbid I spend that much time with a person. That's risky. I sent a good morning text the other morning, and I immediately was like, oh, <laughs> what, what was that? Is this what normal people do? Oh, this feels weird. It was one of those moments where, you know, you send a risky text and you like throw your phone away because you're like, Ooh, nope, I can't even, I don't even want to know how they respond. That was a risky text for me, sending a good morning. But nothing I was doing before was working. So why not? So why not let this man know that I actually am excited about him. I am excited to see him again. I do find him handsome. I do like his behavior towards me. I'm complimenting him. I personally am a sucker for chivalry, the bigger, the better. And so I really love when a man orders for me. and. I am voicing that now. And I told him on our last date and, you know, so he was like, oh, okay, I'm going to order for you. I tell him what I want. I'm voicing it. And this is not to say I'm a brave girl because there's still so many things that I'm too scared to like push myself to, but what a foreign feeling <laughs> just to be like excited for a person an event with that person, you know, going on a date, it's, it's weird for me, but I am trying so hard. I pick up the phone when he calls (laughs) because I usually don't do that. You know, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying really, really hard. And that is basically my dating advice from somebody that has done terrible, terrible dating for the past three years. I'm simply going to say to get different. We got to be different. Try something new, make yourself a little uncomfortable and be willing to accept that it might fail. It might not go well. You you this person that I'm excited about, you know, I'm not saying like, oh my god, I'm fantasizing about walking down the aisle, but I'm I'm excited because it's like, oh, here's somebody I am enjoying. And I'm not hiding. I'm I'm giving more of myself. And I'm allowing this person to know me. And that's exciting for me. Is not going to go anywhere? Who the fuck knows? We might have this fourth date and annoy the shit out of each other and never see each other again. But I'll survive and then I'll go and keep trying. So yeah, it might not have longevity, but it'll still be worth it. But at least... If I am sitting desperately alone at 80 years old, I can at least look at myself in the mirror and think, okay, Tara, you don't have a partner, but you know what? Damn it. You tried. You gave it your best shot. You were willing to give yourself to people. You were willing to love, even though you knew it could hurt. You tried and you were willing and you got yourself out there. So You know, you know, what doesn't have longevity being alone, you can do it for the rest of your life, but life is more fun with people that you can be vulnerable with. And it doesn't have to be a sexual partner that is friendships too. It is hard to put yourself out there for people. You got to try though, being alone does not equal longevity. That's not going to get you far at all. You're going to get longevity from exploring and trying and experiencing. That is what is just going to expand your world. So that's my dating advice for you. Just go and be different. That's all. Do that for me. Go do something different than you usually do it. Let your weird out a little bit more. Don't hide behind the fear. Get out there. Just try something different and see how it feels. And I bet it feels kind of good. So is it the best dating advice? Probably not. Am I the best person to be giving dating advice? Yeah, probably not either, but you love me. I know you do. So just try it. Just get out there. Do something differently than you usually do it. Use a different opening line with a person, or if you're like me and you were always terrified to send that first text out to initiate conversations... Send a good morning text. Send a text at the end of the day. Hey, I hope you had a good day. I was thinking about you today. Little things like that. Try them. See what happens. So just get out there and have fun because I said so. All right. So, you know the drill. Get out there. Be weird for me because we all love being weird. The weirder you get, the more I love you. Please go subscribe, rate, review. (laughs) Please, pretty please, with sugar on top and a cherry. Sugar on top. These pretty please with a cherry on top, sugar on top. That's because as a kid, I would put spoonfuls of straight sugar on everything because I am gross. Right, hey, phone, quit a bitch. Storage is full, like, iPhone. I don't have time for these shenanigans. Oh, nothing's gonna, oh, is that what we're doing? Nothing's gonna work. There's a damn bird, like, kaka caw in the background. <laughs> All of this is going to ship.